I'm your host, Kelly, and you're listening to Pursue Her. Today, I'm helping wives to become heroic, empowered, and resilient. The journey of marriage definitely takes the work of two, but wives, we are going to focus on you. It's my goal to teach wives how to apply biblical strategies with relationship skills to create not just a thriving marriage, but a marriage that pleases God. Wives, you're in the right place, and it's time for a little talk. So wise, you've taken the step to marry the man you are with. Now, many women have gotten married for different reasons. Some have gotten married because they were truly in love with that other person. Some have gotten married because they just thought that was the right thing to do. Some people have even gotten married because they felt like they didn't have any other choice. Or they listened to the views and opinions of others around them. Rather, you consider yourself newlyweds or you have been married for many years. The challenges that come up in marriage can sometimes make you question your decision of who you married and the overall concept of marriage. Your reason for getting married to the man you are with now truly plays a factor in how you respond to the challenges that come up in your marriage. I used to joke about it with my husband and say, if I knew marriage was going to take all of this, I may have passed on this. Now, We all go into marriage with the assumption that it's going to be work, but I don't believe any person can truly fathom what type of work is going to have to be done until they are married themselves and have to face those challenges. Each marriage is different, which means that everyone has different views and opinions on what marriage should look like. I have learned over the years and while talking to other wives that many times we go into marriage with unspoken expectations. Our experiences and exposure or lack of exposure to marriages while growing up or while adults inadvertently shapes what we think should and should not happen in marriage. If all you have seen are unhealthy marriages, you may either duplicate the patterns you saw or you create other expectations that are completely opposite to what you have seen. These expectations may be desirable, but sometimes you have to ask yourself, are they realistic? Some people have seen healthy marriages in their perspective and they try to duplicate those patterns within their own marriage, but later find out Those patterns aren't healthy for their particular marriage. So what happens is you have two individuals that come to a decision of becoming married and they both are coming with unspoken expectations. Now, yes, you have some couples who go to premarital counseling, maybe with a pastor or with an actual therapist, but who's to say that that counseling effectively goes over all of the areas and concerns that will come up in your marriage? Hopefully, you would hope that they do, but sometimes that may not be the case. Now, in those settings, depending on who you go to counseling with, they may be very in-depth, which allows individuals to deal with root issues and beliefs, while some settings may be very surfaced and don't deal with root issues and beliefs. So now you're married in months and sometimes years go by and you realize you and your husband are not on the same page on major issues in your relationship. You may have gone through this pandemic and during quarantine realized, I don't know if I know this person like I thought I did. And you probably ask yourself, how does this happen? 
Because many times we assume the other person is going to approach or address a topic or situation the same way. We all bring in our own perceptions and experiences into our marriage. And sometimes we don't think there is a need to even explain those things because we don't think that it it is important or we think that the other person just automatically knows. Until you truly deal, or I should say process, your personal views, experiences, and for some people, the trauma you've experienced when it comes to your parents' marriages, or for some, their parents not being married, or you having to deal with your lack of witnessing healthy marriages, you inadvertently are expecting your spouse to act a certain way, and you haven't even shared those thoughts and expectations with them. As I mentioned in one of our previous episodes, my husband and I realized this seven years within our marriages and we started over. I mean, we completely started dating all over again and really got to know each other. We rebuilt our entire relationship, friendship and partnership while we were married. Now, honey, it was work, but we were determined and we pulled on the strength of God and incorporated effective relationship skills to help us get to the place where we are at now. We both had unspoken expectations of each other and we had to take the time to truly share those thoughts. We had to even see if what we considered or wanted from the other person was practical or a fair compromise. I want you to think about it. What are some of the unspoken expectations you have or have had of your husband? What were the things that you didn't even think you needed to talk about, but you realized when he did or did not do certain things, it really bothered you? How many times do you expect your husband to just know what to do or what to say? The answer to those questions are examples of your unspoken expectations. Sometimes we think I shouldn't have to say anything or sometimes we think that certain things are obvious, but I must let you know that is not always the case. For example, some people may get married with the expectation that if you get into an argument with your spouse, it is important that the other person doesn't just leave the house when they are angry. While Your spouse may think that every time you have an argument, he is supposed to leave the house because that's what he saw his parents do when they got into arguments. Both individuals are mentally expecting a certain kind of response. But if you don't articulate that to each other, it could cause more friction. So your husband may think something's wrong with you because you want him to stay home and not leave when he is mad. So when he tries to leave, the argument may escalate. In his mind, he thinks he's doing the right thing by leaving. And in your mind, you can't believe he is trying to leave instead of working it out. Unless you all have a conversation explaining what you expect when you all have an argument, that topic now falls into the unspoken expectation category. I hope that example makes sense to you. So how can you find out what unspoken expectations you have in your marriage? Think about the things that your husband does that really bother you or make you mad. Now, think about why does that thing bother you so much? Identify the root issue. Okay, now let's stick with the example that I just used about the arguments. 
If you are the type that doesn't want your husband to leave the house if he is mad after an argument, why do you not want him to leave? Why does it bother you so much when he does leave? Like what's going through your mind? The answer to that are the things you need to speak about to your husband so he understands why you think and feel the way you do. Now, this is just an example. This may not be an issue for you, but think about something that is an issue for you and write that down. Take the time to really be honest with yourself, no matter how minute the topic might be. If it bothers you, then it matters. Ladies, these are the things that you need to maturely talk to your husband about. Now, the best way to talk about it, again, is dealing with the root of the issue. Do you feel ignored? Do you feel unappreciated? Do you feel unvalued? Let's not deal with the surface things as far as, like, say, for example, your husband's always on his phone. The root of that issue is you feel ignored. So instead of arguing about him being on his phone, let's deal with the fact that you feel ignored. You get what I'm saying? So make sure you deal with your root issue. Now, a word of caution. If your husband is used to you always snapping or as they say, nagging, he may not be very receptive to what you have to say initially. But I need you to keep in mind that this is a hurdle you all need to jump over together. If you have to rebuild effective communication, that's going to take time. But your transparency, authenticity is needed in your relationship if you want it to be successful. If you want your marriage to thrive, if you need something from your husband, you have to talk about it. If you really need your husband's help in a certain area or in a certain way, stop being prideful and ask him to help you in that area. We have to get past the point of saying he is just supposed to know. Using effective communication skills and being vulnerable with him will help you become closer with your husband. Being vulnerable is definitely easier said than done for many women, as I personally know it took me years to be completely vulnerable with my husband. Vulnerability doesn't just happen because you say, I do, but vulnerability is going to be needed in your marriage. And I'm here to let you know that you can grow in that area while married. So while you may have some unspoken expectations, understand that your husband may also have some unspoken expectations. Begin to think about how you can even address those issues. There may be so much friction in your marriage right now that you know you would need help from a counselor, therapist, or a life coach to help you and your husband work through such issues. If that is the case, please seek help. Some couples may not want the help from an outside source, but they desire to make their marriage better. Now, one option that I do have for you is that you can order a copy of my book, God's Marriage or My Marriage. This book will help you create a thriving marriage. You will learn the steps needed to combine biblical principles with effective relationship skills. And the wonderful thing about this book is you can do this in the comfort of your own home and you can ultimately do it by yourself. It allows you to focus on you, the aspect of your relationship that you can control. Now, the one thing about unspoken expectations is they're like a small leak in a tire. The tire is still functioning and the driver doesn't realize that air is slowly coming out. But then one day the tire goes flat, possibly damaged to the point of no repair. 
Please don't allow these unspoken expectations to be that small leak in your marriage. So many things go on. So many things go, goes by and you ignore it or you keep it bottled in. And after a while, you get to a point where you've grown so far apart from each other. It's almost impossible to repair because there's so much damage. My prayer for you this month is that you spend some time with God and you ask him, what are some unspoken expectations that I need to share with my husband? What are some areas that you really need to take the time to explain to your husband why what he does in certain moments really bothers you? Now, here's another example. Does he know that when he responds or doesn't respond to certain things that it could possibly be a trigger or a reminder of a bad experience you had in a previous relationship? Now, as I mentioned in one of my previous episodes, you can only control yourself in your marriage. When you do decide to open up to your husband about certain things, don't automatically expect that he would do the same. You can't control him, but you can control yourself and how you choose to respond to situations. Take back the power and begin to regain more control of your emotional stability. My last question for you. What areas have you stopped having expectations for your husband to fulfill because of the heartache it caused when he doesn't meet them? Just because you put up that wall to protect your feelings, that is still something you need from your husband. As long as you're married, that is something that you need to one day have the the strength and the effective communication skills to get that point across effectively because you need it. Whether he thinks you need it or not, if you know that that's you and it is a reasonable, you know, request that you're asking for, it's something you're going to have to that I suggest you continue to strive to work on. So let's shed light on these unspoken expectations and continue this journey of creating a thriving marriage and pursuing to be heroic, empowered, and resilient as a wife. Thanks for joining us this week on Pursue Her. If you like this episode, please subscribe so you can catch every new episode. If you're interested in your own copy of God's Marriage or My Marriage, please find more details at our website at www.kbconsultingforher.com. If you're eager to hear some more tips before our next show, go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at KB Consulting for Her. Wise, I'll see you next month for our next episode dealing with the journey of marriage.